There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a huge welcome to another edition of the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. Wonderful to be back again for another week. I a huge thank you to my guest last week, uh, Rolene Boxham from Presence at Work. We had a really kind of in-depth and thought-provoking, I think inspiring conversation about collective leadership and uh, and how Rolene's sort of wisdom uh, developed around this concept with the the fall of the of the demise of the banks, you know, then that banking crisis um, a few years ago, and she was involved with Forte, and uh, they they kind of collapsed, and there was a lot of thinking about the need to really be more um, fair with uh, with people, with customers, and you know, build better teams and uh, go back to values and what's really important. Uh, and they do some amazing work over in, in Holland in particular uh, and now sort of globally. Um, so it was really interesting to talk about that because that whole area of engagement is something that just so fascinates me and is a, a core part of my work. Um, we've been this week um, been um, actually with some clients and looking at their um, engagement multiplier um, scores, which is a survey that we use, a, a brilliant survey that allows an anonymous dialogue when you're uh, measuring engagement. Uh, and it's, it's something if you um, wanted to do a, a free survey with your company, um, your whole company, and check out this new technology, which um, has had a huge investment in it, but it's also extremely value. If you want to do it for free, um, there's a little link on the website, Engagement Multiplier, on the Voice America site. Uh, if you click on that, you can um, sign up and just do a free little check and see what you think. Just have a go yourself and get a sense of what that's about because it may be hugely valuable if you've got a business that's over maybe 20 people, um, up to uh, thousands of people, um, but you really care about building staff engagement. Um, so have a look at that. Uh, and uh, if you've got any questions, just get back to me at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Um, also, just before I start, I want to say a thank you to, um, to two companies that really support this show now. is a Business Growth Bureau, um, who uh, are experts around LinkedIn and uh, creating hot prospects for you around LinkedIn. I'm using their services, which is why I'm mentioning them, and uh, I'm finding them hugely, hugely beneficial. Uh, and also um, my good friend, Anthony Steers, who's the telephone assassin who uh, has been on the show uh, recently and uh, is really helping us around the way that we communicate over the phone as a business and is doing a brilliant job. So um, there's a, a banner on the site if you're interested in checking out what he does. So let's now talk about global creating a global digital empire and i wonder if you're you know maybe an organization who um, you know, cares about thought leadership whether you or an individual who is maybe a, you know a speaker or a coach or a consultant and and uh, you you kind of struggle to effectively really manifest and really leverage your thoughts and the insights and wisdom now, my guest today, Chad Barr, is a standout guest from the, from the past on this show. We, we spoke in 2015, and we talked then about creating a million-dollar web presence. And I was blown away, actually, by how content-rich and how knowledgeable uh, Chad was. And that's a show um, that has been listened to very, very widely. So if you want to listen to that, you can go back into the archive and access it. Um, He's um he's a he's a fabulous um a fabulous uh, uh man and an internet marketing strategist and 
Uh, over, he's worked over 25 years transforming businesses through technology innovation. Um, he was born in Israel. Um, he arrived in the USA at, at the age of 22, and he, he founded um, a software systems company in 1987, and he's become a really sought-after software developer and mentor and strategist. And today, he's the president of the Shadbar Group, which spans multiple continents. Uh, he helps his cl um, clients leverage the web to transform their businesses and establish a really, really powerful presence. Um, and he devotes lots of time as well to writing and coaching and consulting and speaking. He published lots of books and articles um, and um, he's just a brilliant person to really help us to make sense of content because Chad does it really well and does it with his clients. He's also very proud that he's a grandfather to three wonderful children. He's a brilliant guitarist as well. Um, so uh, something close to my heart too. So wonderful to have you back on the show again, Chad. Chris, good morning. Uh, so great to be with you. And I can't believe it's been four years. You know, time flies when we're having fun, right? Well, it's amazing, isn't it? It's how it goes. But what's lovely is we've kept in touch. And uh, each time we speak, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> and I just, um, you know, and there's, no, there's, we covered this, uh, we talked about this in, back in 2015. I remember it well. And, um, you know, it was a really fascinating story about, you know, where your life kind of started. And, how you came to live in Ohio. So maybe tell us um, a little bit about that sort of journey. Uh, it'd be just interesting to, to get a little sense of, of who you are again before we really go into uh, the global digital empire, Pete. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll try to capture a few decades, decades of my life in, <laughs> say, 30, 60 seconds or so. Uh, as you mentioned, I was born in Israel. Uh, I was born in a city, northern city called Tzfat, which at the time I was uh, I was born there, uh, it was considered an artist colony. It is much more of a spiritual place right now. And I just visited uh, Tzfat uh, two, three weeks ago when I uh, was in Israel. And it's a fabulous city. And perhaps my artist, artistic background and perhaps even my spiritual background was originated uh, in the city of Tzfat where I was born. Um, but then shortly after, my parents moved to a northern city, uh, a suburb of Haifa, which is a beautiful city also in the north of Israel. And throughout my life uh, in Israel, I was very much attracted to music. And uh, I had an early upbringing with music, and I became a professional musician, as you mentioned, playing the guitar. Um, and that also gave me the opportunity to become a very young entrepreneur. Perhaps at the, at the age of 12 or 13, I started to play gigs. And then by the time I was 16, 17, I, I was playing in a band and making some decent dollars, or, or at that time Israeli shekels, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to, to, to make ends, not, not, just, not just to make ends meet, but to actually uh, make quite, quite a lot of uh, money at that time. But that gave me an introduction to what perhaps entrepreneurship life could be like. And then um, I served in the military, which is mandatory for all Israelis. I served three years. And right after I finished my military service, there was an opportunity for me to come and visit the U.S. as a representative to bring the culture of Israel to summer camps. So uh, I remember asking uh, the representative that was about to send me to, to the U.S., where are you sending me? And he said, this beautiful place by the lakes called Cleveland, Ohio. I never heard of Cleveland, Ohio. So I remember saying to him, never heard of Cleveland, Ohio. How far is that from New York? In a typical Israeli answer, it's pretty close. It's about two fingers on the map. <laughs> uh, I got to Cleveland, Ohio, and um, it was a fabulous uh, experience. And that's where I actually met my future wife-to-be, who is from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, 
And then uh, I did go back after the summer and decide to return. And then we decided to uh, get engaged and uh, get married. Uh, but that's somehow what brought me <laughs> kind of uh, in a few decades from uh, being born in Israel, being raised in Israel, and then coming to the U.S., which has been an amazing, amazing experience in life. Mm. But great, um, great sort of uh, you know, story. And uh, you know, that's uh, you know, being brought up with that Israeli heritage. And I mean, how... how um how you know how did what you learned from your upbringing how has it helped you do you think um, become successful at what you do it's a great question the thought that crossed my mind is actually the service in the military and uh, at one point in my military service i was uh, a mission in lebanon um, in in a battle uh, that had bombs and guns uh, going going on and um, that was an amazing experience that not only brought the conflict to a different dimension for me but to understand that there's such a need for peace in the world as I transition to more of the business world and facing challenges throughout my life and throughout my career the key thought that crossed my mind no one is shooting at me what's the worst that can happen so whether a prospect says no, or whether I'm about to embark on uh, major adversity, uh, I look at it as a major opportunity that is around me, that I'm actually looking at, at those challenges as amazing opportunity that build me and, and strengthen me. And that thought, as I, I just said, no one is shooting at me, gives me the perspective that what's the worst that can happen? It, it could fail, and that's okay, and we'll try something else. But that's probably the biggest lesson of my 22 years growing up in Israel uh, that I carry into my adult or mature life in the U.S. I want to a very, um, yeah, obviously a very, very deep specific meaning for you because people literally were shooting at you. Um, but actually that's, uh, yeah, put, put some weight for me behind that uh, statement as well because uh, – it's uh, it's very true. No one's shooting at you. So what is the worst that can happen? So great, great advice. I know you also love um, besides your music, you're into, into photography. Um, I know your family is very important. Um, what what have you been? When we last spoke to you, you really very much um, you you were developing some amazing kind of web content for people. And you you I know you've got a lot of clients, and I've I've, I've introduced you to some of them, uh, and you you do that really really well. Um, but today you've kind of seemed to be moving into. Uh, and supporting as well around this sort of global digital piece. So, you know, what what took what took you to that over the last sort of four years since we spoke? Over the years, I've been fortunate to work with some amazing thought leaders, amazing thinkers, and that not only uh, uh, were uh, I got to to be exposed to their intellectual property, to their content, but it has helped me realize that one of the key distinctions among some of the top thought leaders, global thought leaders, is their ability to constantly create powerful and provocative content. So it's not just any content out there, but most of it is powerful and provocative. They write, they create podcasts, videos, products online, webinars. And when you look at some of those successful thought leaders, it's almost in a, in a way overwhelming of the amount of content that they create. Yet the others that would like to strengthen their thought leadership, need to figure out a way, or what I realized, they need to figure out a way how to strengthen their thought leadership by creating such powerful content. And that's why I stumbled upon the concept uh, that I actually trademark 
which is called digital empire, creating your global digital empire. In other words, from my perspective, a global digital empire is the manifestation of our intellectual property. It's taking our knowledge, our experiences, our wisdom, and then in placing it in various media formats and publish it on various platforms. So whether it's articles or podcasts, as I mentioned before, or videos, uh, it's our need and ability to share it with the world in, in such a way. So that's the global digital empire. You also mentioned photography and music. Uh, as I was studying music, I thought for a while that I'm going to become a music major. Um, I took a, a, a programming course uh, at that time many years ago called COBOL. And I fell in love with the whole concept of programming, which I think from a brain perspective produced the same pleasure that I was getting from writing and composing music, all of a sudden writing and composing software. Uh, and then I switched my major from um, music to, to computer. And then my first uh, business uh, adventure was working for a software company. And then eventually I created my own software company. And then with the growth of the Internet years after, it was almost a natural way for us to start moving in that direction. But then I, I'm, I'm completely in love with, with software and, and Internet and marketing and how to strengthen our thought leadership doing so. Uh, and that's where, as I said, I stumble upon uh, this concept of digital empire. And what I've come to realize that the web is just a manifestation, a vehicle to share our knowledge, to share our wisdom with the world. And the last thing I want to touch on, uh, for, for a long time I felt uh, that I was very much in touch with photography. But I would say the past two years, I completely devoted a lot of my time and fell in love with the whole concept of photography. I studied some of the best photographers in the world. And not only has it helped improve my skills, and I feel that today I have become a much better photographer than I was two years ago, but I see so many correlations between the world of music, the world of photography, the world of software, the world of internet and marketing, and so on. So I just want to kind of summarize it and say, this is my hobby, but I'm so passionate about that hobby. <clears throat> I love there's a word that's a phrase that I, I kind of I felt attracted to a, a few years ago. I remember writing a blog post on it, and the word was symphony. Uh, and about, uh, I think, you know, create a symphony by bringing disparate ideas and concepts and, uh, you know, welding it together to create something else uh, that's quite special. And I think... Um, when you talk about what you do with your love of music and photography and actually what you described of the computer program is, is almost like an art form. It's a creative program. It's a creative uh, format with a, a very sort of creative output. It feels like you're, you know, you're combining a symphony of different um, disciplines and creating something special and, and unique with it. It's a beautiful uh, analogy, almost like a, conduct, a conductor of, a, of an orchestra, right? You're yeah. conducting the different piece of the puzzle to make it all hum with a beautiful music and beautiful success the thing i find with the with content and i've been around creating myself content for for many years and this show itself is seven and a half years of of content is sometimes i think as as people who are maybe thought leaders or the consultants and coaches and um in, as i am is you you kind of do this and you put it out there but maybe not with a a clear kind of strategy of of what's the best ways to do it and the best ways to create it. And I, and I kind of wonder for you, you know, what sort of people do you think, you know, really can can benefit by seriously taking steps to, to build this empire and what sort of problems do they typically face? 
my 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 take on that that whether you're an, a solo entrepreneur, you have an, uh, uh, a service firm or a firm that produces products and services, any company out there, any individual out there can absolutely be, benefit from the digital empire, empire. I believe they have a responsibility to themselves and their target audience to think about, about it in terms of digital empire. And what I mean by that, as I said earlier, so let's say that you're a consultant, speaker, author, all your knowledge, all your experiences, all your wisdom, Digital empire will allow you to put it out there in a powerful way that can be shared with the world and leveraged with the world. Whether you're an organization that manufacture products, the same thing. What is the story? What's the intellectual property that you bring to the table that's going to benefit your target audience and make it a better place? Yeah, excellent. We're going to go to commercial break now. Um, after, the, after the break, we'll start talking about this in much more detail and look at some of the key components of uh, a digital empire that you need to give serious consideration to and some of the best ways to actually go about doing this effectively and we'll do that in just a couple of minutes so do rejoin us shortly comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with uh, my, my friend, Chad Barr. It's um, lovely to talk to Chad again. And we were talking about uh, creating global digital empires and um, Chad, we, um, we we sort of talked a bit before the break about what a global digital empire is and uh, why people should seriously 
be taking steps to to do this well and and I think it's probably a few things that we need to think about in in our sort of strategy for doing this and um, you know one of those I guess is you know the types of content formats that you might want to consider um, yeah how do you, how do you kind of how do you kind of decide on the on the best sort of avenues? Obviously, we're one of those mediums. We're doing podcasts at the moment, or and live online radio. But what um what sort of content formats do people need to consider? You know, if you think about it, a powerful sentence that that suggests an insight, an idea, could become a tweet on Twitter. So I can take that those few characters and suggest. A tweet. Now, if I take multiple tweets together and put them into some kind of a logical sequence, that could become a checklist. Take several check- checklists together and that could become a chapter in a book. Could become an article. Take several articles together and it's definitely uh, at least a chapter, maybe multiple chapters with the book. So what I'm suggesting here, there's an evolution to a simple idea. Combine those multiple ideas together. Now you've got yourself a checklist or an article combine multiple articles together, now you have an, a booklet or a book. That book could become a webinar or, a, or the idea for a webinar could become half a day or a day or a multiple day workshop. From that, you can create a podcast, which is just the audio recording, similar possibly to what we're doing here. Uh, multiple videos could become not just uh, a way to share your wisdom with the world through videos. Oftentimes, I refer to text being in articles as one-dimensional audio being a podcast as two-dimensional and video is three-dimensional so that's simply the evolution i oftentimes suggest to my clients let's start with something simple let's start with some insights we can collect and turn those insights into articles into books into webinars into workshop into podcasts into videos online program um, visual diagrams, I refer to them as transformation visuals, which, by the way, I trademarked this year. Uh, also, your sound bites, which some refer to it as your memes, uh, those can be collected and maybe turn into a book. So there's so much someone can do with their intellectual property, their knowledge, taking it from a simple sentence all the way through a, a workshop in a way to transform the world with their wisdom. So, so what we're saying, what it sounds like to me is that uh, you should, rather than just, just tweeting and, uh, and blogging, you should do this with a sense of a vision, maybe, uh, of where you maybe want to head with this. And you know, you're suggesting here books and workshops. Um, Excellent question. Yeah. So, so definitely, although you could do some of it at random, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in, in the concept of a vision direction strategy. And there are three key components to that strategy. First of all, what is the passion? What what gets you excited when you wake up in the morning? Mm-hmm. Or in general, what gets you excited about sharing uh, sharing with the world? What's your skill set? What is the knowledge? What is the area that you can bring to the table? And how is that going to impact, transform your target audience? When you combine those three together, realizing what the need is out there from your audience perspective, combine it with your skills, with your knowledge, with your wisdom, and your passion, that's oftentimes a very successful formula to decide what to put together. And it's, cause that's, that's, it's interesting that because uh, you know, there, there are a lot of mediums, and I think we were talking before this break, that I, uh, when, I when I get myself into the, 
into the kind of vein of it i can be quite good with writing blogs but i i also then i get a bit bored or something happens that's the, the thing that naturally drops and the newsletters is the same but for seven and a half years i find myself um you know adhering to and producing pretty much every week a different uh, live uh, interview and i love to I absolutely love doing it it fills me with energy whereas the others are less so so is is that what you should do? You should look inside yourself and think. Actually, what do I what do I love doing? That isn't hard work, um, and uh, and I've got some skill at it, and and I can develop my skills further rather than actually trying to be good at every one of them. I like that. So so number one, of course, you need to determine and find out what what makes your heart sing. That's another way that I could describe it. What gets you excited? By the same time, you've got to really listen, in my mind, to your target audience and ask them the questions. What are you struggling with? Now, when you find that match, that what they're struggling at, with is your target direction of what gets you excited and also represents your skill set, your knowledge, that's the formula. So, for example, when I speak uh, to in, in front of an audience, Oftentimes, I just like to pause there 10, 20 minutes into my presentation and just say to to the audience, what are some of the challenges that you're facing? And oftentimes, I would have a flip chart and I would write some of those challenges on the flip chart as they are shouting them. So one may say, what are are the successful pieces of the puzzle to put together the right, right strategy? What are the steps to build a digital empire? And as I would write them, I would turn to the audience and say, if you ever, number one, wonder where my ideas come from, they're coming from you, from my audience, from my clients. So that's why when I can combine the challenges that get shared with my target audience, with my passion and my skill set, that's the magic formula. Ah, that makes lots lots and lots of sense. Um, So... Tell us a little bit about you know you're, you're great at sort of creating articles. I know you you also um, you, you podcast and you create videos. Is there, is there a is there a sort of structure behind doing these that we need to consider? Definitely, um, I, I've come up with a recent structure that I wrote about in some of my blog and newsletters entries, uh, and I compare it oftentimes to a case study format. And what I mean by case study format, a typical case study has three sections to it: the challenge. The second section is the how-to, the intervention, the solution. And the third section is the results, the outcome, possibly even the call to action. So just very quickly, if we can do it in 30 seconds, if I were to put you on the spot, Chris, if I may, and say, what's one of the challenges? I realize your clients are facing a lot of challenges. What's one that comes to mind that they're struggling with that you can help them with? Yeah, um, let me have a good uh, think about that. I think um, (laughs) they're struggling with... Uh, building highly engaged workforces. Great. So I'm going to take a note here so I don't have to rely on my memory. So building a high engaged workforce, right? Yeah. So if I say, Chris, I heard great things about you, and I realize one of your top expertise area or area of expertise is building high engaged workforce. Uh, That's one of the things I want to do in my organization. Can you share with me some insights? I know you can share with me a lot, but what are the, say, the top two or three insights that you say, Chad, if you were to do at least these two or three, you will be on your way to build a high engaged workforce. What comes to mind? Excellent. I think think the first thing is that you have to measure the current situation. Okay. uh, And and, and allow a kind of anonymous sort of dialogue. Um, I think um, through that information, you can then also see some of the action plan around what needs to be done. 
Um, so, uh, so you need to then use use evidence and information to develop your strategy, uh, and then you need to implement that. And that usually involves education for uh, for leaders of the business to to understand what that's about, uh, and uh, building their engagement, and also building the engagement by giving people a voice in the company, uh, and also some. Um, uh, some some of the things that really motivates them about going to work and, and focusing on those. Love it. So notice I kind of put you on the spot, but that's what I do with my clients. Oftentimes, in in matter of few minutes, I can pull out a decent piece of content, and then I'm going to be Chris for a brief moment. And if I were to create a good piece of content using the structure of the challenge, the solution, the how-to, and a call to action or the results, here's how I can take what you just shared with me. Uh, and, and, and recite it back to you. In my words, realizing you're the content expert, I just created a process here to do this. So I'm going to be Chris for just a brief moment here. You know, I, I've been fortunate to work with some of the most amazing entrepreneur and organizations in the world. It one of the key challenges that get shared with me in my conversation with them is they say to me, Chris, how do you build high engaged workforce? And although there are quite a lot of insights that I share with my clients how to do how to do that, I'm going to share with you very quickly the top three. Number one, you have to measure your current situation. Without measurement, you're not going to know where to go. Number two, you have to determine an action, a strategy of how to get there. And finally, you've got to go into an implementation of putting all those pieces together through education and determining the voice in your company. So let me, let me pose this question to you. As a leader in your organization, what are you doing today to make sure that you're implementing such ideas so your organization is not just barely surviving, but actually thriving? If this resonates with you, give me a call or send me an email because some of the best relationships I've created over the years have started with a simple conversation just like this one. Wow. That was absolutely brilliant. We've not we've not rehearsed this. That was absolutely. We have not rehearsed brilliant. it, and and that's what I'm saying. There's mm-hmm. so much brilliant in, brilliance inside your mind. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of asking you the question. And here's, by the way, one more magic. This one could be an independent piece. Could be a video on your website, a 90 second powerful video to introduce them to who you are. I can take each one of your bullet points and turn that into an independent piece of content for example your first thing was about measure measuring the current situation we can come up with a title seven ways to make sure that you cor- correctly measure your current situation or i can come up with a negative title the myth this five myth of measuring your current situation there's so much hidden wisdom inside our clients heads and inside your head it's just a matter of tapping into it and effectively putting it out that's the essence of digital empire and that's the essence of a powerful piece of content wow it's um, very beautifully articulated that and and demonstrated um so th- yeah thank you for that i should be um i should be pausing this going back to this and uh, uh, taking uh, taking some notes on uh, exactly what you said just there <laughs> it was great <laughs> um Pleasure. So, so um, I think that's very helpful. So, what which formats do you think are most powerful? I would say <laughs> the best format is probably the format consumed by your clients or target audience. And what I mean by that, I've come to realize over the years, some people like to read, some like to listen, some like to watch, some like all three at different times of the day or different time of the week. So the format that I would recommend for all my clients is actually into various formats, such as audio, text, 
visual being diagram or what I call transformation visual infographics. Um, people love visual. So as I said, there are some people that uh, complain to me about what they refer to as the talking head. But there are some other people that love to watch videos of others. Mm -hmm. I would suggest for you to think about how to effectively and pragmatically start to share your content in text, in visual, in audio, as you're doing in this example here, Chris, so well. And, of course, video as well has become very effective. Um, and my, my bias is to make it as pithy as possible. So a two, three-minute podcast sometime where you share two, three, four, five insights could be very powerful. Or an interview just like this one that would take roughly, say, 45 minutes to an hour to listen to also could be very effective. Uh, so different formats, experiment with them. Also find out what you shine at. Some people may come to the realization that they may not be as effective in video as they are possibly in podcasts. Uh, so finding your voice is also a critical aspect, so you're comfortable with that. But I also would challenge the thinking or the base premise when someone says to me, I'm just good at podcasts. Why not try video? Why not try also uh, to learn how to become much better at it? Yeah, 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 very, very good advice there, I think. Now, where do where do websites come into, into all of this? Because um, you know, there was a po point in time well, certainly your website was almost everything, but now with, with the proliferation of social media as it is and the ability to create content now in a much easier in a much easier and less expensive way, um, it feels to me that um, you know, people are not as reliant on websites as they used to be. But um, how, you know, what's your thought of the role of the website in this digital empire? What should we be considering and how should we use them? One of my favorite questions when people approach me for the first time is, Chad, I need your help in helping me build my website. And my typical reply to something like that, you're already thinking about it completely wrong, <laughs> in the wrong way. <laughs> and I know it kind of catches them off guard a bit, and I, I, I realize I'm being somewhat provocative in a way. But I, I, I seriously believe that when someone says, I just need to build my website, they completely miss the concept. First of all, I refer to it as web presence, not website. So web presence, there are three key components to a web presence. Number one, what is the strategy of the business and what is the strategy of the internet? Part of that strategy, uh, how would you paint success? What does success look like to you a year, two, four years from now? Who is the buyer that you're trying to attract? What are their preferences? What do they like? What do they dislike? What do they read? What do they watch? So understanding the buyer preferences is critical to identify your strategy. The second po portion, which we talk quite a lot about it today, is what I call crafting, creating your remarkable, powerful content. So strategy is number one. Remarkable content is number two. And number three is marketing. How do you get the message out there? How do you get your content consumed by your target audience so get, they get attracted to you? Those three pieces, first of all, is what I consider web presence. When I refer to a website, website is one of the delivery mechanism of your content, one of the delivery mechanism to engage your target audience and stay in touch with them. It's not the only, it's only one of those components. Today there's social media, there is iTunes, there is Voice of America, there's podcast with Chris Cooper. There's so many other ways to get your content out there, not necessarily just on your website. So people are going to listen to this podcast that uh, you're crafting among so many other great pieces of content out there. That's one of their ways to, to engage you. has nothing to do with your website. Now, of course, I can repurpose it on your website, on my blog, uh, but that's just one of the examples. So... 
I want people to start thinking about websites as one of the delivery mechanism of their intellectual property towards their target audience, not the only delivery mechanism. There's so many out there. Yeah, I think uh, it, it, you've got to think about it more sort of holistically, haven't you? Uh, because that is the natural, you know, well, websites a bit like my brochure, um, although websites can also be obviously sales sites as well. Um, but it's it, it's a much, there's a much bigger sort of proliferation of avenues and channels now, isn't there? That exactly. your your clients are, are potentially accessing. Um, so um, we've got just um, a sort of couple of minutes now until we we go to commercial break. Um, I I just just wonder with this how the kind of best way to get started. I mean, do you kind of mind map this all out with people? I mean, what does um What's the, what's the should we be is, is a particular way to kind of get a sense of how you you build this up when i start working with clients the first most critical thing that we start with is first of all identifying their strategy uh, what's their business strategy what's their internet strategy then we identify their content strategy what what can they create some of them have tremendous amount of content when they first when we start uh, some some do not have that tremendous so first of all identifying as i said earlier their strategy number 2 identifying what the content looks like and should look like and then we start thinking about the target audience and how to effectively engage and get the message out there the website is usually the third, fourth, or fifth step after we get all those pieces together. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so you've got to be you've got to be asking. Um, yeah, be thinking much more strategically and consider why you want to do this and uh, what you want to do, and just just go through the that journey before you you go straight into building a website. A lot of thought okay. must go into it. Unfortunately, too many people jump right into developing of the website without crafting all the other pieces first which are yeah. critical to decide where you're going to go yeah so i, I should be referred to as web presence from now uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right we're a commercial break now after the commercial break i want to talk a little bit about some of the platforms i want to talk about how we can also use content to actually generate revenue um, versus you know marketing and awareness so uh, we'll be back with you again in a couple of minutes and do join us after the break From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm talking with Chad Barr. And it was um, one of the little criteria for you know a, a really interesting interview and a valuable inter- interview is often the amount of notes that I personally take while I'm listening. And uh, I have to say, I've got two and a half sheets of A4 scribbles now um, after this interview so far with Chad. And we're not even, we've only been through two sections of the interview. So uh, I'm going to need to find some more paper in a minute. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of um, you know, intrigued now to uh, to sort of move on to the to talking about some of the plat- platforms where we can put content because I know, you know for example people are finding Instagram is something that is getting getting used more. We mentioned Twitter there, uh, and some business people in my sector they use Twitter. Some do listen to podcasts. Um, some uh, maybe like written content, but um, but where. Where are the best places today, do you think? And obviously this show goes into iTunes and various other different places, platforms. But where are the best platforms that we really need to make sure that our content is present? <clears throat> it's a great question. I may turn it slightly different and say, what are some of the most effective marketing ways of doing so? So not necessarily changing your question. I'm going to get back to what are some of the platform. But for example, from for my perspective, a question I get asked often, if you were to start your business today, Chad, what would you do different? And I would say there are probably two or three things I would do different. I would start speaking almost immediately. I did not start speaking <laughs> early in my career. It took me quite a few years to get there. I would start writing and publishing immediately, which I've not done at the beginning of my career. So number one, the platform, before we get to the platform, you I would encourage, if you're a solo entrepreneur, if you're a service provider or, or, or run an organization, lead organization, speaking is an absolute critical way of getting your message out there and attract large audiences to you, both in person, publicly, and also on the internet. Put your speeches online could become absolutely critical because that's the way for people to be introduced to your intellectual property and say, wow, this is amazing. I never thought about it this way. I need more from this person or better yet, I need to contact them to get the help. So speaking is critical and then position it on YouTube, position it on your website and any video platform uh, if we're talking about videos as an example, you can also speak just like uh, on, on a podcast show like this and therefore put it on as many platforms as available, whether it's iTunes, Voices of America, and there's so many other um, platforms today to to share your, your, your audio. Um, interviews are great, uh, both for you to be interviewed and for you to interview others, because every time, for example, when Chris interviews me, I get exposed to his target audience and vice versa. If I were to interview Chris on my podcast channel, he will get exposed to my target audience who would learn more about what the things that he's doing and more things that I'm doing. So interviews are critical and then put it on social media, such as Facebook, such as LinkedIn, such as Twitter, such as Instagram and so on. Creating membership sites where you could share your knowledge with your target audience 
uh, through those membership sites is a critical aspect in my mind of, of growing successfully your business. And I don't want to underestimate the power of things like Facebook ads, sometimes even Google ads or LinkedIn ads. But I find Facebook ads uh, to be very effective, assuming your target audience example is in this example is on Facebook. So again, there are different platforms I would recommend that are different from client to client, although there are some similarities. But more importantly, how do you engage your target audience? Those are some of the things I mentioned through speaking, writing, publishing, creating funnels, creating membership site, and using Facebook ads to attract them to certain pages that would deliver value in offers. Excellent, excellent. Now, this, we've, we've started to, you know, you talk, talk about maybe membership sites and, you know, the people charge a, a fee for membership sites. Um, also, you know, maybe webinars and things, you can kind of charge a fee for that. What's your sort of view around um, your sort of content? Should, you know, how much of your content should be about, um, you know, just sharing the message, making people aware about you and, and the value you can you can add versus you know actually utilizing your content to generate revenue for you and for your for your business great question chris i try to keep a balance <clears throat> and i don't have a perfect formula for that but i err more on the side of giving free value than trying to promote myself every single day so on one end i would put content out there for what I call marketing purpose, which is uh, and value purpose to drive more value towards my target audience by sharing insights, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's social media posting, but sharing insights with them without any links to purchases. I just want to build the credibility, build the trust in me and not have someone feel that I'm always trying to sell them something. And the best way to do it from my perspective is to build that through value-driven where you share your insight uh, of you and share the insight of others, such as what you're doing, Chris, through your podcast channel. Uh, and then, of course, there is this other side of, of that formula or the balance where we are we do need to promote things because that's how we're going to get the dollars to, to, to build our company and to create more offerings in the future. And if we're thinking about what could we do to monetize that? Uh, as I said earlier, publishing is critical from my perspective. So whether you publish a book or books or, or booklets, some of them can be offered for free, but some of them absolutely can be offered for a fee. So even if someone happened to buy you, purchase your book for let's say 15, 20, 30 dollars, and that book creates the credibility, and that happens to me a lot. When someone just read my, my book and said, Chad, we need to talk about hiring your services to help our company build their web strategy, that one book that someone may have purchased for $15 could have turned into tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars revenue when you create this credibility. So books could be an absolute effective way not to generate the income from the book sales, more to generate the credibility to sell your services um, in your, say, online uh, courses, which bring me to the next one, which is online courses. Why not create an online course that could either be evergreen or, or at certain time of the year when people would pay dollars to get that course, possibly even become part of a mastermind group, possibly become part of a group that meets once a year or twice a year. So starting to get your content 
into an online course, possibly even we, we talked about membership site, could become a huge way of, of increasing your revenues. Um, why not position yourself if you're a coach? Uh, position yourself in such a way that people are attracted to hiring you as a coach. So again, the web presence, your websites in particular, in this example, could have a powerful coaching page that talks about you as you provide the value to your target audience and entice the people to say, I need to contact this person because I need this kind of coaching help for myself or my organization to take me to the next level. And of course, your speaking page, if you're a speaker, position in such such a way that attracts organization and other to bring you in as a speaker. And I have to tell you, every time, just about every single time I speak, there's business comes out of it. Maybe not instantaneously, although oftentimes it is. Uh, fast forward a few months later, I get a call. Hey, Chad, I saw you in one of those uh, events. I want to talk to you about my web presence or helping craft my digital empire. Brilliant, brilliant. So how how do you how how do you sort of you know um, initiate with your clients and uh, how do you what are the type of people that you're looking to serve? In my situation, yeah, going forward, yeah, and you know, and, and is, is do people always get Chad Bar or are you you a large organization? What? Um... So our, our organization today, I have uh, people that work for me full time, uh, international. I have some people actually in Israel, some in China, and some in the U.S. Uh, they're all on my website. If you go and uh, click on my website, the Chad Bar Group. And click on meet the team you'll see my team it's a small team but it's an amazing team it's very productive and uh, very efficient and we use technology to communicate especially skype uh, we just throughout the day when we need to meet we use that but uh, it's an amazing group of people the type of clients that we oftentimes work with a lot of them are uh, solo providers or small service firms uh, consulting firms speakers coaches uh, that look to leverage the web, leverage digital empire, leverage the web presence to strengthen their thought leadership and to also create some amazing content. Because one of the things we we help our clients do is not just put together amazing web presence or amazing website solution, helping with their social media. And I'm very much engaged in helping them create remarkable, provocative content that gets noticed. Those are the clients. And, and also, although we also work with some organizations, uh, to help them also with their web strategy, with their web presence, and also with their content creation, as well as their social me- media strategy, uh, which we help c- quite a lot of our clients. Excellent. So uh, if people want to, I mean, who, who um, are, there, are there any examples of, of uh, you know, companies that you have worked with and, uh, and have had you know, really amazing results with? Uh, quite a lot of them. Uh, I think one of the things I, I when I uh, help my clients put together the web presence, when we get into their testimonial page, I always suggest for them to to build the page in such a way that is extremely effective and influential. And that's the page that I prefer to scroll down forever when you get to someone's testimonial page. So for me to walk my own walk or talk my own talk, if you go to the chat bar group and under the about, you click on testimonial, this is one of the pages we're very proud of that features many of our clients. Um, and it's, it basically scrolls down forever <laughs> with some very powerful both written testimonials as well as very powerful video testimonial. So if you were to just go to our site, 
you'll see the caliber of clients we work with, which are international, global clients, very, very successful clients. I wouldn't mention anyone in particular, but I encourage the listener to go to that page, check it out, and hopefully implement such page on their website to create the credibility with their audiences. Excellent. And I wonder what, um, what final message or messages would you like to leave with us today? Mm. I, probably in the past year or so, I've come to the following realization. What if some of the most profound thinkers of the centuries, such as names come to mind, Aristotle, Einstein, Da Vinci, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. I can go on hundreds of names like that, right? Churchill. What if some of the most amazing thinkers of history did not share their wisdom, their knowledge, their experiences, their art with the world? How would our world today be different if these amazing thinkers did not share their wisdom with the world? My interpretation, we probably would still be living in a version of the Dark Ages. So part of the contribution of those people is to the way we have evolved today with amazing technology and keep evolving. I believe each one of us has the responsibility to ourselves, to our family, to our clients, to humanity, to share our wisdom with the world. Because otherwise, if we don't do so, we're going to end up going to our graves with all this knowledge and skills stored inside our head. So the message I would love to leave people with is... If you've done so and you start to create amazing content and share your wisdom with the world, keep doing it and even raise the bar, uh, if I were to use my term. <laughs> uh, and if you're not, I encourage you, it's time to get started. It's time to think about how can you take what's inside your head, which many struggle with, but there's a way to do so. How can you take what's inside your head and start to share it with the world? You owe it to yourself, your family, your clients and humanity. Yeah, fantastic. And it provides a, a legacy that can live on long be beyond yourself. Beautiful, um, we, like, said. we like to think, don't we, that we're, that we will go on forever, but we won't. No, nobody does. And, uh, and I want to, I want to say song. one more, one more thing, Chris, uh, mm. You, you have been doing it. You, you demonstrate exactly what I'm talking about, sharing this and, and tapping into people's brain and making this a better place, a better world by sharing their wisdom with the world. You yourself making those podcasts so amazing. And I have to tell you, it, it, it's so much fun to be on those on the show with you because you, you make it so much fun and so much exciting by by tapping into my my skills, my knowledge, and making it fun to share. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show again. Um, you're a great friend of the show, and uh, I hope our friendship and relationship will go on for, for years. Thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom. Um, I need to make sense of all of these pages of notes now that I've written. So uh, once again, if you want to find out more for more information about Chad and the amazing work that they do, um, go to thechadbargroup.com. That's the Bar. that's B-A-R-R, group.com. And, and check out uh, Chad's testimonials and content. And if you're looking to build your own digital global empire, it's a great place to go for that help. On next week's show, we have Blair Ince. We're going to talk about um, the Win Without Pitching Manifesto. So we're going to be talking about, uh, I guess, about um, about sharing in, um, information really, and 
and be able to win work without actually having to pitch hard for it. So we'll be back again with you next week. Any questions or comments, come to Chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening. And if you love this show, do do share it um, uh, with others and they'll appreciate you for it if uh, this is something that is valuable to them. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for listening to the Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.